Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome in to another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball coming to you tonight from Reese Smith Field here on the beautiful campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Dick Palmer along with John Callow as the Raiders will open a three-game series against conference opponent the Rice Owls and an important three-game series it is, John, because uh, we're at the halfway point of the conference season. The Raiders right in the thick of things. Right in the thick of things and just ahead of Rice in the standings. So, uh, like you said, it's an important series. We need to win the series. We got to. We need to win at least two out of three. A sweep would be wonderful, wouldn't it? But uh, first thing we got to do is make sure that uh, we get this one in tonight. It's cloudy, and the forecast calls for some uh, wet weather later on tonight. So we'll see how that works out. 67 degrees right now, and a very little wind. Uh, actually. Uh, the last time I checked, uh, they said it was two miles an hour, which is almost negligible. But uh, you know, when these uh, when the wind comes out of the south, sometimes it <laughs> sometimes it will gust up, gust up, and bring some wet stuff with it. So we'll see how that works out. We'll take a break, and when we come back, I'll be talking with the head coach of the Raiders, as we'll be uh, talking about. Uh, this series and uh, what's in store. Coach Jerry Myers coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into our countdown first pitch. The Raiders open a three-game series with the Rice Owls today. And Coach Jerry Myers with me before the game. Coach, we're at the halfway point of our conference season. The Raiders are 8-7 and seven in the first 15, 15 yet to play, and that makes every every game, every series very critical for us. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, Dig. We, uh, you know, at the halfway point, that's uh, uh, not exactly uh, where we wanted to be, but we're in, in decent shape right there. We could have, uh, uh, you could flip that around and not be above 500 and not feel as good about heading into the second half, but we've got a really tough stretch in front of us. We know that, and... Uh, we're not going to try to look 15 games ahead. We're just going to try to get today done, and if we can do what we do uh, uh, each day, we'll get the next day and uh, focus on that one. That's that's all we can do at this point. Talk to us a little bit. Talk to us a little bit about your your young pitchers because they've they've been coming along. You bring it. You've brought them along slowly, but they're they seem to be you know, getting the hang of it. Well, I mean, it's it's a trial by fire kind of deals with some of them, and it's uh, uh, they've responded very well. Uh, there's going to be some inconsistencies with guys that don't have experience uh, in, in those situations that we've we've uh, used them in and put them in and the role that they've played. Uh, but uh, many of them have contributed at one time or another to help us win games, and uh, you know, ha- having a veteran lineup, veteran defense has has definitely helped that. If you're young on both sides, that's not a good formula. But uh, they've done a good job. We need them to uh, just be more consistent, not just them, but all of our guys on the mound. Be more consistent uh, as we get into uh, this second half, and, and hopefully we can start doing that this weekend. How important was it? To get that win Wednesday night after the uh, game Tuesday night when we obviously did not play our best. Right. I mean, it was very important. Um, you know, there's uh, yeah, you know, the old saying, that, you know, you're only as good as the, the next day's starting pitcher. Well, our starter didn't get out of the first again. So it was one of those situations that it was a very good bounce back win for us because we didn't get off to a good start on the mound. But then Cota Sato picked us up and uh, gave us some good, good quality innings. And uh, we were able to, to get back where we needed to be uh, in the win column, but uh, also playing better baseball for the majority of that game. Very good. Appreciate it, Coach. Let's let's get this first one tonight. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. That is Coach Jerry Myers with his pregame comments as the Raiders start this three-game series with the Rice Owls here at Reese Smith Field. The umpires have made their appearance and are uh, at home plate with the two head coaches. 
uh, Coach Myers, of course, in his first year here at Middle Tennessee, and uh, Jose Cruz, uh, actually Jose Cruz Jr. is the head coach at Rice in his second season. The former big leaguer has been uh, bringing them back. They, they had some down years after Wayne Graham uh, retired, but uh, they brought back one of their own, and they seem to be making progress, as we'll, uh, we'll see coming in. Rice is 16 and 21. They're 6 and 9 in the conference. The Raiders come in at 18 and 18, 8 and 7 in Conference USA. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at ascend.org. John, how about those lineups? Well, leading off for the Rice Owls will be the left fielder, Jacob Davini. Batting second, the second baseman, Pierce Gallo. Batting third, center fielder, Connor Walsh. In the cleanup spot uh, spot is Guy uh, Garibay Jr. He is the right fielder. Batting fifth, first baseman, Drew Holderbach. Batting sixth, the DH, Aaron Smigelski. Batting uh, seventh, the shortstop, Ben Royo. Batting eighth for the uh, Owls is the third baseman, Jack Rydell. And batting ninth is the catcher, Paul Smith. On the mound uh, is a right-hander, Tyler Hamilton. And that's kind of an interesting choice because he is not the uh, the Friday night starter. Uh, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. For the Raiders, leading off will be Eston Snyder in right field. J.T. Mabry will be batting second at second base. Shortstop Brett Coker bats third. Batting cleanup. Uh, uh, Briggs Rudder, the catcher. D.H. Jeremiah Boyd bats fifth. Batting sixth, left fielder Jackson Galloway. D.J. Wright, the first baseman, bats seventh. Batting eighth, third baseman Gabe Jennings. And in the nine-hole center fielder Luke Vinson. And on the mound uh, for the Raiders will be uh, the freshman right-hander Patrick Johnson. So the Raiders and the, the Rice Owls. Get it underway tonight in game one of this series. Elsewhere in Conference USA, UAB is playing at Charlotte. Uh, That game should already be underway. UTSA is at Florida International in Miami. Rice, of course, at Middle Tennessee. Florida Atlantic at Western Kentucky tonight. And they might have some weather problems up there also. Louisiana Tech is in Dallas to take on Dallas Baptist. And those are the games scheduled in Conference USA tonight. And John with the Raiders standing at 8-7. and seven. They're fifth right now in conference play. Uh, it's, uh, it's very critical to get some wins in this series. That's right. Uh, looks like we've got a pretty good shot of making the tournament. Now we've got to play for a good seed. And, uh, you know, halfway through, a lot of we've seen worse things happen, so got to make sure the wheels don't fall off at the same time. Raiders being introduced, taking their spot on the field here at uh, Reese Smith Field. There is a threat of rain. I think everybody knows that. And we understand the only reason uh, that the game was not started earlier this afternoon was the fact that the umpires could not 
be here. Well, of course, they are an essential part of the game. As, <laughs> as much as we like to uh, think otherwise, you got to have somebody enforcing the rules out there. You got and to. Our three umpires tonight will be Timothy Rosso behind the plate, Dustin Ragsdale at first base, and Richard Katz will be at third base. We're going to have the national anthem in just a moment, uh, performed by the Phi Mu Alpha fraternity, and we will uh, take a break now and be back. First pitch coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders have taken the field here and a good job on the national anthem by the Bimu Alpha fraternity. You notice they ran in a ringer. The Soprano. I don't think the Soprano was. She wasn't wearing the official sweatshirt. <laughs> I guess that's uh, I guess that's legal in uh, fraternities. I guess so. For the uh, Ray, we're going to have the first pitch thrown out. And for the Raiders defensively, we'll have Gabe Jennings at third base today. The shortstop will be Brett Coker. Second base, J.T. Mabry. First base will be D.J. Wright. And left field, Jackson Galloway. And center field will be a local youngster, Luke Benson. And in right field will be Eston Snyder. Behind the plate, Briggs Rudder. And on the mound will be freshman right-hander, Patrick Johnson. Patrick Johnson will be making his 
12th appearance, his fourth start. He's thrown 28 total innings, given up 19 runs, but only 12 of them are earned. 29 hits, 7 walks, 11 strikeouts, 3.86 ERA, a 2-2 two two record with two saves. And he's pitched himself into this Friday night slot. Yes, he's done a good job uh, as the Friday night starter. You don't see many freshmen put in that position, but uh, Patrick is a youngster from the Chattanooga area, had great credentials coming in here, and if he make his, his third straight Friday night start, had a good one against Western, went uh, into the eighth inning in that game, but against uh, San Antonio the other night, ran into some problems and only lasted four innings. So, well, San Antonio was the problem, right? Yeah, <laughs> very good hitting team. So you never know what you're gonna get when you put a freshman out there, but uh, we'll see what happens tonight as the throw goes down to second base. And for Rice, Jacob Divini, the left fielder, will be the first hitter. Divini is a freshman, bats from the left side and comes in hitting 250. And actually has had limited uh, experience this season. Patrick Johnson's first pitch right in there for a call strike. We're underway at 6.02. 67 degrees, cloudy skies, a threat of rain hangs over us. One strike to count. Johnson with the pitch grounded on the right side. First baseman Wright will pick it up, tag the bag, and that's out number one. As the freshman right-hander off to a good start, retires Divini on a slowly hit ground ball to first base. Second Pierce Gallo Pierce is the hitter. He is the second baseman for the Owls. Comes in at 3.08. That's from the right side. Johnson pitches out of the stretch. And the pitch is high for ball one. A lot of young pitchers do that, John. Uh, pitch out of that instead of taking the full windup. Well, it means that you only have to learn one set of mechanics instead of two. Because the uh, they are different motions. Pitches inside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes to Pierce Gallo. And everybody who has ever been on the mound will tell you that it's hard enough to master one set of mechanics, much less two. 2-0 -oh pitch is high for ball three. And Johnson falls behind Gallo, three balls, no strikes. Right fielder Snyder playing over in right center for this right-handed hitter. Uh, in fact, the uh, there's ball four. Both foul lines were well exposed for that particular hitter. We'll see how they adjust as Gallo takes his position at first base. And the batter is Cotter Walsh, the center fielder. Um, let's see, Luke Vincent did not move a step in center field. Johnson checks the runner and delivers and that is a strike called. Nothing and one. Up the outside corner. I think Jackson Galloway moved to, uh, towards the left field line, maybe one step. 
Well, oh. over to first gets away, and the runner's going to advance to second. That's an E1. So right away, the Raiders pick up an error in the first inning. As Johnson trying to keep the runner close, allowed him to go to second base with a throwing error. One strike the count on Walsh. Ball hit to short. Coker's going to fake a throw to third, chase him down, and Mabry will make the tag between second and third. They got uh, the runner Gallo, who had just advanced to second base, hung up on that ground ball to short. So that will go six to four for the put out on Gallo. And at first base, Connor Walsh on a fielder's choice. That's kind of a base running mistake that uh, earns you a little discussion with the head coach when you get back to, or at least one of the coaches. Throw to when first, you, and that one's a little better. When but you get back uh, to the dugout. Still in the dirt. Yeah. Guy Garibay is the hitter, a left-hander. And the Raiders shift for him. Pitch to the plate. One inside, ball one. We've done a lot of shifting lately mm -hmm. and uh, did, did so against Lipscomb in the two-game series. Jennings, the only infielder to the left of second base as the pitch is inside again, ball two. Mabry, uh, two or three steps back on the outfield grass in right field and Coker playing just to the right of second base. Throw over to first, runner back. Uh, this Rice team does not steal a lot, John. They have only 22 attempts all season. <laughs> but we uh, saw Lipkin attempt 22 the, the last in those two games, didn't we? It seemed like it. But when they do attempt to steal, they've been successful on 20 of those. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch is high, ball three. Well, I don't think we're going to see a lot of stealing on Rice's part and until Patrick Johnson can establish the fact he'll that he can throw a strike. Three balls, no strikes, and there's strike one. Garibay, like Walsh, with a five-game hitting streak coming in, and now they'll change the order of the shift but remain basically in the shift, moving uh, the shortstop back to his normal position, and the third baseman goes out to play where Coker was playing. I'll get you to explain that sometime, John, when we have <laughs> time. Here's the pitch. Popped up in foul ground. Rudder back behind the plate. Looks and grabs it for out number three, and that's going to be all for Rice in the first inning as Garibay fouls out to the catcher Briggs. Rudder just two steps in front of the screen behind home plate. No runs, no hits, and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Rice nothing, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast to second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates.
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. We'll set Rice defensively for you. At third base will be Jack Rydell. The shortstop is a freshman, Royal. At second base, Pierce Gallo. And the first baseman, Drew Holderbach. In left field will be Josh DeVinney. Center fielder is Connor Walsh. And the right fielder is Guy Garibay, who made the last out in the first inning. Behind the plate will be Paul Smith, and on the mound, right-hander Tyler Hamilton. And Tyler Hamilton, this is kind of an interesting uh, start. He is. Uh, this will be his 13th appearance, but his first start. He's, uh, of course, not the Friday starter. And we'll get you a number, number here after he throws a ball high. Pitch is high for ball one to he's, Eston Snyder, leading off for the Raiders here in the first. He's thrown 18 in third innings, giving up 13 runs, all earned on 19 hits, 11 walks, 20 strikeouts, a 6.38 ERA, a 1-0 record. And um, my guess is it's kind of a calculated risk on Coach Cruz's part. Snyder Regu- takes the pitch outside, ball two, two and one. The regular Friday night starter is a young man named uh, Parker Smith, who had started nine Fridays in a row, set to tie a school record had he started tonight. Swing and a foul back, and the count to Snyder goes two balls and two strikes. My guess is that uh, Coach Cruz is taking a guess that uh, we're not going to get very far into this ball game before the rain starts. Doesn't want to waste that Friday Ground start. Ball past the third baseman. Shortstop picks it up. Long throw. Not in time. Gets past the first baseman and goes to, into the dugout oh, or into wow. the camera well. So Snyder will reach on an infield hit and will advance to second on the throwing error by the shortstop Royal. Dick, that ball was uh, a skimmer. The third baseman got his glove on it. Uh, it uh, bounced off his glove right to the shortstop. So that's going to, uh, but Royo makes the throw and airmails it, and all of a sudden we have a runner at second base in scoring position for Mabry. Mabry hits one to left field, fairly deep, back on the track and reaching up. That ball will be caught. Snyder will tag and move to third on the play. So a lot of action early in this game. JT hit it to the warning track. About as far as you can hit it and keep it in the ballpark uh, here. You got that right. If it had been, say, two feet higher, maybe three feet higher, that baseball might get out of here. Divinny, the left fielder, made a nice play on it. And the batter will be Brett Coker with a runner at third and one out. And Hamilton's pitch swung on a miss, strike one. Got to get that run in yep. from third with less than two outs. Threw him uh, that uh, breaking pitch down and away. He went uh, went after that. 
One strike to count to Coker. Outside, ball one. Briggs Rudder set to hit next. Tyler Hamilton, right-hander on the mound. 6'1", 200-pounder. He is from Dallas on a transfer from Texas Tech. The pitch. Caught the outside corner, strike two. One ball and two strikes. Based on the numbers, it looks like he has uh, pretty good control. He's only uh, thrown one wild pitch. He has three uh, hit three hitters. Hamilton's pitch, swung on, hit to short. That'll get a run in. Royo's throw to first is accurate this time. That will retire Coker, but not before the Raiders are first to dent the scoreboard tonight. That was just a nice job of hitting on uh, Brett Coker's part. Reached out, he knew that he had to uh, had to get the, put the ball in play. Got it to the shortstop. The shortstop's playing deep. Certainly doesn't have a play at the plate. And the Raiders on the board and up one to nothing early. Here's Briggs Rudder, swings and misses at the first offering. No balls and one strike. 77 miles an hour way out in front. That might be be his changeup. And a little tap foul behind the plate will make it 0-2 on Rudder. Briggs hitting 297. Has a home run with 16 runs batted in on the season. The pitch. Off his fist, popped up. First baseman will make a running catch in foul ground to retire the side. So that is all in the first inning, but the Raiders come up with the game's first run. One run, one hit, one error, and nobody left on base. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee one, rise nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Go to the second inning. Raiders out to a one to nothing lead. As uh, like it's been a while since the Raiders have had an early lead in the game, John. But we've been playing from behind a lot lately. Patrick Johnson will pitch to Drew Holderbach, the first baseman, as he will lead off the second inning for the Rice Owls. Holderbach hitting 262 with three home runs. He's a right-handed batter. Johnson's first pitch is away for ball one. And 
Infield playing him pretty much straight up. Ball hit in the air to shallow right field. Mabry going back, but Snyder will have a beat on that one and will make the catch for out number one here in the second inning. He saw that ball all the way. Just kind of took his time. Good route. Put the baseball away. Quite a contrast tonight, John, between our opening crowd here and the opening crowd on Tuesday night when we were in just perfect baseball weather. The crowd a little bit on the slim side tonight. Well, uh, when this ball game started, I think we had more Rice fans, or at least 15 minutes before game time. We probably had more Rice fans here. They've got a pretty good contingent over there uh, behind the first base dugout. Smigelski, a left-handed batter, took the first pitch for a strike, hits this one on a line, and J.T. Maber had him played just right. Stationed to the right of second base. He made the catch. <laughs> he was ready to uh, to jump for that ball, and all of a sudden. Actually, that was Coker. Yeah. In the shift who made the. Uh, You're right. I'd already put down an L4. It's an L6. He was ready to jump and then all of a sudden realized that it was right there, letter high. So the shift uh, paid dividends there. Two outs, bases empty for Ben Royo, the shortstop. And he grounds it to third. Jennings has it, takes his time, makes an accurate throw to first, and the inning is over. Royo grounds out third to first. So a quick one, two, three inning. And a very efficient inning for Patrick Johnson. We will go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the second inning. The Raiders leading one to nothing as the home team will put uh, Jeremiah Boyd up first against the right-hander Tyler Hamilton. The Raiders scratched out a run in the first inning on an infield hit by Snyder, a throwing error by the shortstop and a alert base running play by Eston Snyder who tagged on that long fly ball by Mabry and moved to third and then Coker with a ground ball to shortstop got him home. That's good ABC baseball. Here's Boyd. It is ninth home run of the season Wednesday night in Nashville against Lipscomb. Pitches a ball just missed outside, ball one. 
Jeremiah had been in a bit of a slump, and it was good to see him get that long ball. Hamilton's pitch misses outside. That one goes all the way to the backstop. <laughs> that bounced uh, before it even got to the left-handed uh, batter's box. Two balls, no strikes. Left fielder and the center left fielder playing deep. Particularly <laughs> when that one goes over his head for ball three. Three and oh. Mm. Looks like he's got a little bit of a control issue right now. They've already got somebody get, uh, getting ready to throw in their bullpen. Jackson Galloway waiting to hit next. And the 3-0 pitch is a strike call. Three and one. It's 330 feet down each line here at Reese Smith Field as Boy, it hits it high in the air and foul. That one is going to drift over to the left and be out of play. Uh, oh, gosh. A couple of kids down there were just waiting for that thing to come down. And when it hit the ground, it bounced over the fence. <laughs> but there's, there's one that's figured out how to get out of the grounds to go after that foul ball. 3-2 pitch, and Jeremiah hits it in the air into left center field. Left fielder coming on, and he's going to reach up and make the catch. That was DeBenny. That is out number one here in the second inning. Jackson Galloway will stand in. 330 down each line, 365 to the power alleys, 395 to straightaway center field, and, of course, the big blue batter's eye out in center field. Scoreboard is just back of the 365 mark in right center. First pitch to Galloway and first strike call. Jackson hitting 273 on the year. And strike two is called. I think Jackson thought that pitch was high. Kind of looked back at home plate uh, umpire Timothy Rosso. 0-2 and a ground ball hit to short on a big hop. Shortstop Royo just got him at first base. Short to first for the second out. Galloway made that a close play. DJ Wright, the Raider first baseman, will be the hitter. 279 for DJ, five home runs. Shortstop Royo is going to play deep in the hole for him as they play him to be a pull hitter and a strike is called. Nothing and one. Threw him a breaking ball. Second baseman Gallo is playing fairly close to the bag at second. You know where he's playing. Nothing and two. He is playing where uh, Gabe Jennings will play in that uh, in that uh, ball hit to right field. It's going to be fair or foul. I think it's going to be a foul ball caught by the first baseman. Backing up a few steps, and that is all in the second inning for the Raiders. Three up, three down, nothing across. We've played two full innings. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. 
bands, don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the third inning for Rice. Jack Rydell, their third baseman, will lead it off. Rydell, that's from the left side. Hits 209. Had a home run against the Raiders last year. Those games were in Houston. Pitch is swung on a miss. Raiders swept the Owls in Houston last year. Patrick changed speeds on him. Got him out in front. One strike to count. Freshman right-hander with the pitch. Tried Mm. inside again and missed. Count goes to one and one on Rydell. Sophomore third baseman. Johnson's pitch swung on, grounded in the hole. Mabry can't get it, it's through for a hit. Just under his glove, into right field. That's the first hit for the Owls. Rydell is at first. And the batter is the catcher, Paul Smith. He is the number nine hitter. Number 14, Paul Smith. He's got Old school, any Dick? Look at that. He's got the stirrup socks. Smith, a switch hitter, bats left-handed against Johnson. Raider infield looking for two, and the pitch to the plate. Strike on the inside corner. Smith hitting 206 with one home run. He is sometimes used as a designated hitter. This is only his sixth start behind the plate. He started 15 games as a DH. Swing and a miss. Count goes to 0-2 on Smith. So we didn't have the anticipated Smith and Smith battery that we thought we were going (laughs) to have tonight. No. Throw to first, runner back. Two strikes to count on Paul Smith. We could have it on Sunday, though, Dick. Here's the pitch. Swung on line to D.J. Wright. (laughs) And he steps on first base, and that is a line drive double play. Unassisted double play, no less. And uh, uh, Smith hit it hard, but right at D.J. Wright, who was holding the runner at first in perfect position. Rydell was uh, just hung out to dry. Two outs, bases empty. Here's DeVinney. Led off the game and grounded out to Wright. Swings at this one, fouls it over into the bullpen down the left field line where the Rice pitchers are sitting patiently. One strike to count on DeVinney. 
Pitch is swung on, grounded to second. Big hop for Mabry. Takes his time, delivers the throw to first, and that's all here in the third inning. So the Owls, after the leadoff single and the line drive double play, actually go out in order. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Gabe Jennings will lead it off for the Raiders. Glad to have all of you joining us tonight for the broadcast, wherever you may be. As the Raiders have a one to nothing lead here going into the bottom of the third. You think we might have a listener down in Melbourne, Florida tonight, Dick? Very possible. Here's Jennings, 221 for Gabe on the season. Takes an off-speed pitch that's high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Tyler Hamilton delivers, and that one misses outside for ball two. Came back with the same pitch. Luke Vinson waiting to hit next. There's a strike call. Two and one to Jennings. Gave out a couple of hits. Was on base three times Wednesday night against the Lipscomb Bisons. Which is outside for a ball. It's three and one now. Gabe tends to be a streak hitter, so hopefully that was the beginning of a uh, streak. Ball four is high, and Jennings draws a leadoff walk. First walk the Raiders have received tonight. Luke Benson will be up there, and uh, dollar to donut, he's bunting, John. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Third baseman thinks so, he's in on the edge of the grass. Jennings leads at first. And the pitch yeah, around the bunt, took it high at outside, ball one. If you could get that ball down on the right side, get it past the pitcher, you're not bunting for a sacrifice, you're bunting for a base hit. Luke steps out, looks at his third base coach. And the pitch low for ball two, he did not offer. I think that pitch was over the plate, but it was down below the knees. It's two balls, no strikes. Kevin Nichols coaching at third base. Mark Deluja at first. 
Two balls, no strikes. Hit him. H was trying to bunt, and they hit him on the backside with the pitch. So he gets the job done. He gets the runner down to second base the hard way. Yeah. Well, it wasn't thrown that hard, and that's the fourth hitter that Hamilton has hit, and that's going to get a visit to the mound. And now you would almost bet the farm that Snyder is going to be bunting. In fact, he and Kevin Nichols are going to have a little chat between the third base coaching box and the plate as the pitching coach, Parker Bangs, talks some strategy with his pitcher. Well, he's mostly trying to get some time for a reliever down in the bullpen. He worked that about as long as he could, huh? Christian Cienfuegos down in the uh, the Owl bullpen. Easy for you to say. It was not easy for me to say, Dick. Your Snyder has the Raiders only hit in this game, an infield hit leading off the first inning. First and second, no outs. And he's around to bunt, takes it outside, ball one. That where the time is called. Yeah, that uh, gets uh, Julio Cruz Jr. out, and he's called for a new pitcher. The umpire stops him from going across the foul line. He's telling the umpire, I just want to make a pitching change. Well, I don't understand that. Now the umpire sends him back to the dugout. I thought you could go visit your pitcher anytime you wanted to. Well, they, uh, I think they're going to make him throw a pitch here. He did throw a pitch. Did he? Between the, the one ball, no strikes, the count. Okay. That's right. He sure Tied did. around the bunt. Lays it down, but it's foul. One and one. Well, I don't understand that. It must be one of those conference rules. I guess. Maybe you can't make two visits to the same pitcher, although uh, we've seen it done. Well, if you make uh, that second one, you got to pull him. And I think that was his intent, throw the second, the runner back. One ball, one strike to count. I'm sure somebody in this press box a lot smarter than I, than us knows that rule. Snyder around the bunt, bunts uh. a foul. And the count is one and two. All right, he's going to have to hit air. No, I'd have him bunting again. Well, let's see. Did uh, Was it Vincent the other night that bunted with two strikes? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. See how much they trust him to bunt. He is going to swing, pops it foul, back out of play. On the roof of the press box. Fans down below, look, waiting for it to come down, but it's not coming down. <laughs> One ball, two strikes to Snyder. And the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three, and the Raiders missed a good opportunity to put 
two runners in scoring position. Got him on a changeup. Now we're going to get a new pitcher. That is the first strikeout for Hamilton. And now they're going to allow the uh, head coach to go to the mound. And a new pitcher coming in. So we'll have a break in the action here. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher in for the Rice Owls. And he's uh, a 5'9, 165 pound right hander from Baytown, Texas, named Christian Cienfuegos. Well, Christian is making his 16th appearance all in relief. He's thrown 14 innings, given up eight runs, seven of them earned on 11 hits. 10 walks, 17 strikeouts, 4.50 ERA. He's got a 2-0 record with two saves. He'll face JT Mabry here in the third inning. Mabry sent the left fielder all the way to the warning track with a deep fly ball in the first inning. That actually helped set up the Raiders' only run as it allowed Snyder to tag at second and go to third and then Coker got him home on a ground ball. First and second, no outs. The first pitch, ball one to JT Mabry hitting 356. He has a modest three-game hitting streak. And there is a pitch misses for ball two. Two and up. Infield double play depth for the Owls. This is a Normally a good fielding team, although they did make an error in the first inning. In fact, each team made a miscue in the first inning. There's a strike call. Two balls and a strike. Right-hander comes set and delivers, and a ball hit on a line to There's the second baseman. That will be a double play as... The Raiders, Jennings was caught in no man's land. That's the second unassisted double play we've had in the game. That's a little bit unusual. And in the <laughs> inning, no runs, no hits, and one left. We'll go to the fourth, tell you the totals here after three. Middle Tennessee, one run, one hit, one error. Rice, no runs, one hit, one error. One to nothing Raiders as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the fourth inning. Pierce Gallo will lead it off for the Owls. Raiders leading one to nothing on an unearned run in the first inning. Patrick Johnson on the mound delivers the first pitch to Gallo. It is right in there for a call strike, nothing and one. Gallo drew a walk in the first inning. Advanced to second on a throwing error by Johnson, but he was retired on a uh, play where he strayed too far off second base and was caught in a rundown. Pitch is a ball outside, one and one. So we've seen some things in this game already, John, that uh, we don't normally see. There's a swing and a foul out of play, one and two, which uh, lends credence to the old adage that you never know what you're going to see in a baseball game. There's some things I've still never seen in a ball game. I, as long as I've been watching baseball, I have never seen a triple play. There's ground ball to short, one hop. Coker with the throw to first in time. And Johnson retires the first man in the fourth on a ground ball to short. Connor Walsh will be the batter. Here's their center fielder. Center fielder number five. He's got a five game hitting streak, reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning. They will shift for him. Everybody to the left of second base with the exception of first baseman D.J. Wright. Pitch comes high for ball one. Eight home runs for Walsh. He leads their team or is tied with Royo as the home run leader for Rice. The pitch taken high, ball two, two and oh. Rice as a team has hit 34 home runs. The Raiders total is 29. But the Raiders have a much higher team batting average than the Owls. Swinging a foul out of play. Two and one the count. Uh, you know, the other, uh, we, uh, in our midweek games, we played Lipscomb and they had what, twice as many home runs as the Raiders, but we were batting 50 points higher than them as a team. 
Here's the pitch, and it swung on and missed. Strike two. Nothing in two the count. Fooled him on that one. To Connor Walsh. I have noticed uh, just in the last few minutes some darker clouds moving yeah. overhead. Pitches outside and in the dirt. It bounced up, and the batter <laughs> caught it with his left hand. Tossed it back to Briggs Runner. He didn't, it wasn't claiming that he got hit by a pitch, though, did he? No. Full count, three and two. And Johnson's payoff pitch hit in the air to right field, moving back and near the track. Snyder will take it in for out number one, or number two. So Walsh skies out, and with two down, the batter is Guy Garibay. Right fielder number two, Guy Garibay, Jr. Garibay, Jr. We've seen him the last uh, couple of years and against the Raiders. He has a uh, 250 career average. A little tap, third base side. Johnson picks it up, makes a nice throw to first to retire. Boy, as a pitcher, if you can field your position, that will pay big big dividends. Well, you're an infielder. Once you throw that baseball, you got to be able to field your position. Three up, three down in the fourth, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Raiders one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The fourth inning is the Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Go to the fourth inning with the Raiders leading one to nothing. This is our Wendy's inning. Yeah, we need some hits. This is the, I'd say this is time to get several. If a Blue Raider gets a hit during this uh, fourth inning, you'll have a chance to win a free Dave single cheeseburger. At Wendy's, ground ball up the middle. Second baseman has it. Throw to first offline. That will be a hit. And that's a cheeseburger for you if you want to take advantage of it. Infield hit for Brett Coker. All you got to do is text the word single to, you know the number. 83200. 83200. Here's Briggs Rudder. And tell him that Brett Coker sent you. Rudder fouled out in the first inning. 
Runner at first, Coker with the pitch. Missed outside, ball one. Now that is, uh, you can redeem uh, the coupon. You'll receive back by text message at any Wendy's in Murfreesboro or Smyrna. And you don't really have to tell them that Britt Coker sent you. But in your your fingers as they type in that single, you just remember Brett because he's your guy. Outside ball two. Keeping the ball away from Rudder. Two balls and no strikes with Coker at first. Raiders leading one to nothing. Both of the Raiders' hits have been infield hits. And the pitch to the plate is a strike at the knees, two and one. That's a pretty good fastball. Christian Cienfuegos. Second pitcher used by Rice today. There is a ground foul. (laughs) Coach Nichols stomps it with his foot, stops it, and tosses it over to the Rice dugout. Kick save. Kick save. Two and two. Check of the runner, and the pitch swung on and missed. Runner strikes out for out number one. And the batter is Jeremiah Boyd, flied to right in the second inning. Yeah, those clouds are getting a little darker mm-hmm. as, they, as they move this way, moving from the south. Pitches outside, ball one to Boyd. It was 67 degrees at game time. The pitch, swing and a miss, one ball, one strike. Supposed to cool off a little bit this weekend, John, but after this front gets gets past us, uh, the weather forecast for tomorrow and Sunday is very good. Strike at the letters. Boyd held off that outside pitch. Uh, Cienfuegos is uh, thrown in the low 90s. Ground ball, foul past third. Count holds at a ball and two strikes. I noticed that uh, Coach Nichols did not try to do the kick save on that one. No. Coker with a leadoff single, a short lead at first. The pitch swung on, fouled off to the right. Right fielder gives it a run, but uh, that's well out of play. Count holding at one and two. Tomorrow's game scheduled for a three o'clock start. As a ball sharply hit to the third baseman, plays to second for one, over to first, double play. It's a 5-4-3 double play, and that will end the Raiders' fourth inning. No runs, one hit, and with the double play, nobody left. We have completed four. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. One hit, no errors, no runners left on base.
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the fifth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. It will be the first baseman Drew Holderbach to lead off. He fly to right in the second. Big right-handed batter takes a look at the first pitch. It is a call strike from Patrick Johnson. Right-hander out of the stretch, and the 0-1 is swung on. Hit to the left side. It's going to be taken by Jennings. Guns to first, and just got him. What a great. Pulled D.J. Wright off the base, but he got his foot back on before the runner got there. D.J. Wright saved a throwing error on that ball by being able to get back down on the bag with his back to the bag, still found it with his foot. Fancy footwork there from D.J. Yeah. With one out, the batter is Aaron Smigelski. Lined out to Coker, who was in the shift. That was back in the second inning. Coker's in the same spot. And a swing and a miss by the left-handed hitter. Infielders, all infielders with the exception of Jennings to the right of second base and Mabry on the outfield grass. 10 or 12 steps. And Wright playing very close to the line. He bunts. Johnson will pick it up, toss to first, and that's out number two. We're one out away from this being a complete game, John. Or a, not a complete game, but a an official game. An official game. We're in the fifth with two outs, and the batter is Ben Royo, the shortstop. Grounded out back in the second inning. Now Rice is going to stall. Yeah, and they've got a, they do have a pitcher in the bullpen. Time called. Jose Cruz, Jr., their head coach, is talking to his batter between home plate and third base. And he says a little prayer for rain as he <laughs> walks back to the coaching box. Rain is imminent. Says here that it's going to start in uh, seven minutes. Pitch is outside, ball one to Royo. So we need to get an out here. Get the Raiders back into the dugout and 
the pitch. Royo takes it high for ball two, two and oh. Johnson has retired, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. Shift is on for Royal, everybody to the left of second base. There's a strike, laid it right in there, two and one. So the game is official after five innings or four and a half if the home team is ahead, which is the case here. The pitch. Swung on, foul back. Took something off that one, had him out in front. Two and two. Here is Johnson with a 2-2 pitch and struck him out swinging. Royo down on strikes for out number three. And for Patrick Johnson, that is his first strikeout in this game. Well, he's been throwing ground balls, Dick. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. New pitcher coming in for Rice is a senior, Blake Brogdon, 6'3", 195. He will take over here in the bottom of the fifth. Making his 11th appearance, all but two of them have been in relief. He's thrown 17 innings, given up 14 runs, all but one of them earned. 24 hits, four walks, 18 strikeouts. Means he's not going to give much in the way of freebies. Got a 6.88 ERA, a 1-3 record. He doesn't walk many people, but he does like to give up those hits, including uh, of those 24, uh, six of them for extra bases, including three doubles, two triples, and a home run. Brogdon is out of Cypress, Texas, a senior. And he will pitch to Galloway, Wright, and Jennings here in the fifth. Final numbers on uh, Christian Cienfuegos goes an inning and two-thirds. No runs on one hit, no walks, one strikeout. Starter, I don't think we gave those numbers. Two and a third innings, one run. It was unearned on one hit, one walk, one strikeout, and one hit batter. So here's Brogdon to pitch to Jackson Galloway in the fifth. 
Raiders leading one to nothing. The pitch is swung on, line to left field. Left fielder going back, 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 and we'll have to look and see that one drift over the wall in front of the Lee Victory Wall of Champions. That is a home run. That ball was never much higher than what it needed to get over that fence. It just kept carrying and carrying and carrying, and uh, John, I thought the ball was going to hit the fence. I thought so too. The left fielder thought it was, and when he looked up, there was no baseball to be seen. Yeah, the way he was tracking it, it looked like he was fully expecting to catch the baseball. So the Raiders give Brockton a rude welcome here with a home run on the first pitch he throws. And that's just Galloway's second of the season. D.J. Wright will be the batter. And he skies one to right field, deep but foul. That's going to go over in the Blue Raider bullpen. One strike to count. Two to nothing, Middle Tennessee leading. So I guess if you're uh, Jackson Galloway, you want this inning to at least finish so you get your home run, right? Here's the pitch, and it is taken low. Ball one, one, and one. So Brogdon greeted rudely here in the fifth with a pitch and a swing and a foul tip at the plate, one and two to D.J. Wright. Well, that was one of the last things we were talking about when we were going through his numbers. He does have a propensity to give up extra base hits. One and two the count. Pitches out of the set. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count holds at one and two. Well, the first uh, set of dark clouds kind of drifted over us, and uh, they're moving on. But I think we've got more behind them. I think we've got a whole lot more. Like uh, pitches swung on, grounded, foul past third. I think we've got several hours of them back behind. Yeah, they're talking about 100% chance of rain all the way through 11 o'clock. Fresh supply of baseballs to the home plate umpire, Timothy Rosso. A ball and two strikes, the count to DJ. Brogdon's pitch is taken. Check swing and the appeal says no swing. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah. Chip Wal uh, Walters just showed us the, the radar picture. That's ugly looking that radar. Nasty, nasty, nasty. That's my AccuWindo forecast. Here's the pitch. <laughs> swing and a miss. Right strikes out swinging for out number one here in the fifth inning. I think we got some uh, people in the stands that are looking at that radar too. Here is Gabe Jennings. Gabe walked and was Retired as part of a line drive double play in the third inning. He was the runner at second when Mabry lined out and was easily doubled up. There's a swing and a foul. Strike one to Jennings. <laughs> Umpire just threw a new baseball out and actually threw it over the pitcher's head. <laughs> They're having to pick it up out of the middle infield. And now the first baseman who picked it up throws it out of the game. 
So the pitcher has another new baseball. That'll go back to the umpire eventually. Yeah. One strike to count to Jennings. Leadoff home run for Jackson Galloway here in the fifth has the Raiders up two to nothing. And the pitch is swung on and missed. One ball, one strike. You're right about uh, Galloway. He wants to keep that home run. I remember uh, a ball game we played here in, what, four or five years ago. Here's we, the pitch. Strike three called, and he knew it. We we play in Vanderbilt, were we not? And uh, we had a lead after five innings. Vanderbilt had a big top of the sixth, and the rain came, washed it all out, and uh, – Raiders picked up a win with that one, as I recall. Second strikeout, so Brogdon, after giving up the home run, back-to-back -back strikeouts. Here's Luke Benson. Pitch is at the knees for a strike, nothing and one. In that game, John, there was lightning. Oh, I recall. And the umpires would not allow the players to come back on the field to put the tarp down. That was the reason the game was That's washed right. out. Inside, one ball, one strike. The Vanderbilt took offense to They that. sure did. They haven't been back since, have they? But it, it was not the Raiders' no. call. It was the umpire's call. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Vincent check swing and Fooled on the pitch, one and two. Right, Andrew Brogdon. Long look, and the pitch. Swung on and foul back. Well, it doesn't do Rice any good to stall now. No, because the uh, they want to get back out there and try and get another inning in. One ball, two strikes to count. Benson waiting in the pitch is swung on, tapped foul again over to the on deck circle. Snyder picks that one up, tosses it out of play. And the umpire makes an accurate throw back to the pitcher. <laughs> One ball, two strikes. Brogdon's pitch taken high. Pitch came in at 92. Two and two. Right-hander delivers, swung on, a shot to right center, a base hit. Luke Vinson with a two-out single, and the batter will be Eston Snyder. Hit number two in the inning and number four in the game for the Raiders. Snyder with an infield hit, scored the Raiders' first run in the first inning, struck out in the third.
Benson leaves it first. Brogdon, Benson's going. The pitch is dropped by the catcher. That'll be an easy stolen base for Luke Benson. Uncontested. That will be number six on the season for Luke. One ball, no strikes, the count to Snyder. So Vincent in scoring position at second with two outs. Brogdon with the pitch. Swung on, pop foul out of play. One and one. Haven't seen any lightning associated with this, have you, John? Not so far. Let's hope we don't. I'd like to get, at least get this inning done. One ball, one strike to count to Eston Snyder. I'd feel a whole lot better winning this thing two to nothing than one to nothing. Brockton checks the runner at second and the pitch to the plate. Low bounces away and Benson's going to advance to third. That will be a wild pitch. Charge to Brogdon and will run the count now to two and one. And now Luke Benson just 90 feet away. Plate umpire gets some new baseballs, including the one he threw over the pitcher's head a minute ago. That's just Brogdon's second wild pitch in 17 and two thirds innings. Here's the 2-1, ground ball to short. Shortstop backed up a step, through to first, safe, safe, and the run is in. Wow. Snyder beat it out. How many times have we said on those infield hits like that, there are only two guys on this team that are gonna beat that out. And uh, the one of the ones that could do it just scored, and the other one is Eston Snyder. So the Raiders are now up. Is that four to nothing? Is that right? When Royal. No, that's, it should be three to nothing, shouldn't it? Three to nothing, the score, yeah. When Royo fielded the ball, he took one step back. And that's the one that cost him. And that cost him. Throw to first. That was close. All right. Snyder uh, back in there. Umbrellas and the fans are scrambling. Let's get this inning done and runner at first, two outs. Mabry takes the pitch outside, ball one. So with two outs, Vincent singled, stole second, went to third on a wild pitch and scored on when Snyder legged out an infield hit. Strike called, one and one. The rain has started. We got some folks abandoning it and some folks just moving up under the the roof of the press box down below us. And one thoughtful person brought an umbrella and it's out. See a couple umbrellas over there. You brought yours, didn't you? I sure did. You don't need it up here. I don't need it up here, but... Uh, Runner goes, swing and a miss. Throw to second is not in time. That's a stolen base. Snyder is now 12 for 12 in steal attempts. Count will go to one and two on Mabry, and now they're taking the players off the field. 
Now, wait a minute. Did they call him out? Uh, they must have called him out. I thought the initial call was safe. I did, too. Unless he came off the base. He may have done that. So that will be, will not be Snyder's 12th stolen base. So that's going to be, what, a two to, caught stealing two to six? Yep. Or two to four. That is all in the fifth. Two runs on three hits. Nobody left. We have completed five full innings. It's Middle Tennessee three, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the sixth inning. Raiders leading three to nothing. Patrick Johnson's first pitch is low for ball one to Jack Wydell. And the drizzle has started. We were a little confused on the uh, third out in the bottom <laughs> of the fifth inning. We were. Pitches swung on a miss, one and one. We understand that JT Mabry was called out for interference with the throw from the catcher to second base. They had signaled Snyder safe at second, and we surmised that he might have overslid the bag or come off the bag for the third out, but that was not the case. Ground foul, pass first. One and two the count to Rydell. He singled in the third inning. And that has been the Owls only hit in this game. Left-handed hitter. They do not shift for him. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. So Johnson, who had not fanned anybody until the last batter in the fifth inning, now strikes out the first batter in the sixth. And with one out, the batter is Paul Smith, the catcher. Number 14, Paul Smith. They will shift for him. Three infielders to the right side of second base. He lined out to D.J. Wright in his uh, previous at bat, and with a runner at first, he lined right into an unassisted double play. Pitches strike one to Smith, nothing and one. Curveball did not break outside, one and one. It's a very light rain right now, John. I would say uh, 
call it a drizzle might be overstating the case. There's a bunt attempt fouled off, and it's one and two. It's certainly not affecting play at this moment. I'm glad we picked up those extra two runs in the bottom of the fifth. Ball and two strikes. Johnson's pitch hit in the air to center field. Vincent moving over. He is under it, and he's got it for out number two. Two down in the sixth. Brings up the leadoff man, Jacob DeVinney. He is grounded out twice. Lightning. The Lightning guy uh, has, uh, has spoken. Players are coming off the field. Well, we just mentioned that we hadn't seen any lightning. Did you see that, John? Uh, no, I, uh, but we have a detector that uh, uh, is monitored, and I think any place within, what, 10 or 15 miles, I don't, can't remember the range. But uh, So play is stopped at 7 17. With uh, two outs in the... Uh, Top of the sixth inning. Seven what time? 7-17. Raiders leading three to nothing. Is he gonna pull them? Oh, they're gonna let him put the tarp on. Are they going the wrong way? Except they moved the tarp down the left field line. That was one of those renovations. Really? I did not realize that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if, if we had been talking a year ago, you were absolutely right. They're going the wrong way. But when they added the uh, the new uh, uh, the fence fences down uh, both lines, uh, they moved the tarp over to a dedicated spot on the uh, third base uh, line and or fair territory and off the third base line. Got midway between the dugout and the uh, and the bullpen, and uh, that's where the Raiders are rolling the tarp onto the field. And so we will have a substantial. And we do have some nasty weather behind us. The initial rainfall here coming in. We thank you for your cooperation. Uh, they, uh, they've just announced lightning and uh, told everybody in the stands that they have to move underneath down into the concourse. And uh, I'll tell you, if it were me, Dick, I think I might uh, go ahead and try and get to my car before the rain really starts. Well, yeah, with all the metal out there. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good place to be. So. I, I, I think it's there's a pretty good chance that we're not going to be resuming play tonight. But we have to wait. So we will. Uh, this will give us. Uh, you got some uh, some. It happened today kind of stuff. I do somewhere in this stack of stuff I've got here. On the uh, 21st of April. Let's see what we can pick out to tell you about. In 1925, the National League canceled all games due to the funeral of the Dodgers owner, Charles Ebbets. He passed away 
three days earlier of a heart attack. And the person who followed him as the president of the Dodger team, Edward McKeever, died eight days later. Wow. He suffered uh, a cold when he attended the funeral of the previous owner. So that was a unusual happening in baseball from April the 21st in 1925. Charles Evans was an important figure uh, because uh, he had faith in baseball and built that edifice uh, with uh, brick and steel. And it was one of the early brick and steel ballparks in big league baseball. And Ebbets Field. Uh, that kind of changed uh, the direction of the game. Folks in Brooklyn cried when they bulldozed it. Oh, you know, they did. But, uh, you know, there's a housing development where it used to be that's named after Jackie Robinson. There's, a, uh, there's also a minor league team in Brooklyn now. Uh, they play out in Coney Island. The What are they? The Cyclones, I think. I don't, I don't know what their name the is. The Brooklyn Cyclones yeah. or something like that. I, I'm told uh, that I got that right. <laughs> so, let's see what else we can uh, find to tell you about. 1946. You're getting closer to uh, your era, John. Yeah, we are. Frank Hayes. That name ring a bell? Not to me. Frank Hayes establishes a major league record for catchers when he goes behind the plate in the last of his 312 consecutive games. Oh, wow. 31 years old, catcher for the Indians, began uh, in October of 1943 when he started for the Browns on the final day of the season at Yankee Stadium, then uh, moved over to Cleveland and uh, never missed a game behind the plate for three years. So he was one of those uh, warrior players that we were uh, talking about. Uh, he, he was an iron Tuesday. man. Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine going by. And you think about the great catchers of the last 30 years, you, uh, a bench or a Pudge Rodriguez or uh, Yogi, Yadier Molina. Uh, Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. They don't catch every day. You just can't do it. And to do it for 300 straight ball games, that's incredible. Uh, this uh, is another. That also is might under, uh, uh, tell you why nobody's ever heard of him since. He probably ruined his career <laughs> catching every day. Another uh, Brooklyn note, and two years later, 1948. Dodgers manager Leo DeRocher returned to the game after being suspended by Commissioner Happy Chandler. And on this date, uh, he was he was it was his first game back. Lost to the Giants nine to five and had to use 24 players oh, in the game. Uh, he was suspended the previous year for actions deemed to be detrimental to baseball. Well, Happy Channel, I thought that uh, some of his associates might have uh, something to do with uh, shady things such as gambling. And, uh, you know, I actually saw, I saw the last game that Leo DeRocher 
ever managed. And uh, it was Atlanta Stadium. Uh, and that would have been, what, 73-ish, I guess. And uh, Hank Aaron had hit number 713 the night before. And I was living in Gainesville, Georgia at the time. I said, I've got to go down. It was a Sunday afternoon. I said, i got to go just in case. Well, Hank didn't even hit a loud foul that day. But uh, they were playing the Houston Astros. Rock. And that was Leo DeRocher's final game as a big league manager. Leo the Lip, that's what they used to call it. Yeah, Leo the Lip was actually, uh, people forget that he was a pretty, he couldn't hit worth a darn, but uh, he was a pretty good shortstop. He was the shortstop on those gas house gang teams in St. Louis that won pennants in the 30s. Now let's see what else we can find here. How about something on Stan Musial? Oh, you, yeah, you got you got me there. Number six, 1959. Stan Musial broke up a no hitter by the Cubs' Glenn Hobby with a two-out seventh-inning double, and the right-hander did settle for a one-hitter in the Cubs' one-to-nothing victory over the Cardinals. But I say, as a pitcher, if you if you give up the only hit to Stan Musial, that's not too bad. <laughs> You know, up until, uh, up until Pete Rose, Stan was uh, all-time leading hitter in the National League. Okay, the tarp is down. You know, the teams have been uh, told to leave the field because of a lightning delay. The fans have been told to leave the park. Nobody told us to leave. We're still here, and we'll, we'll uh, try to wait this out for you and uh, hopefully get back to baseball a little bit later on. Uh, 1961, the, that was the Minnesota Twins year. played at Metropolitan Stadium. Uh, they were formerly known as the Washington Senators before moving to Minnesota. That was their first home game on April 21st of 1961. And the team they played, ironically, was the expansion Washington <laughs> Senators. And Washington, that are now the Texas Rangers. And Washington won that game 5-3. to three. Uh, That opening crowd, 24,000, was just a uh, drop in the bucket to their, their uh, season attendance. Uh, they drew over 1,200,000 that first season, which was third best in the American League. So that happened uh, on this date in 1961. Let's recap what uh, we've got for you here. Raiders are leading three to nothing. Uh, we're in the top of the sixth inning with two outs for Rice and nobody on base. And at uh, 717, the umpires called a delay due to lightning. Both teams left the field. The Raiders did get out there and put the tarp down. And uh, right now we are going to wait out a lightning delay. We're going to go ahead and send it back to our studios. And I think this is going to be our first rain delay of the season, isn't it, John? As far as I know. Yeah. yeah. First one I've been involved with. We're going to sure. send it back to our uh, flagship station. And uh, they will have some alternative programming for you. And if and when we resume this game, we will be back. Right now, the Raiders leading three to nothing. It is an official game, by the way. It is. We are in the top of the sixth inning. 
Raiders leading 3 nothing, And uh, we're going to send it back to our studios, and we'll rejoin you hopefully in a few minutes. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in. This will serve as a post-game show as the Raiders and Rice have been suspended here tonight with two outs in the top of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee leading by a score of three to nothing. The game has been suspended. It will be completed tomorrow, uh, starting at three o'clock before the regularly scheduled second game of the series. 
And uh, it's my understanding that the second, the uh, game two of the series will start, I think he said five minutes after the completion of the suspended game. So uh, you've got, got about a game and a half of baseball <laughs> looking uh, at you in the face for tomorrow. So the Raiders leading three to nothing, took a one to nothing lead in the first inning on an infield single by Eston Snyder, uh, an error uh, by the shortstop, allowed Snyder to go to second. He went to third on a fly ball and scored on a uh, ground ball by Brett Coker. Raiders uh, then picked up two more runs in the fifth inning off Blake Brogdon, the third pitcher used by Rice. Uh, Jackson Galloway led off the inning with a solo home run. Luke Benson, with two outs, uh, got an infield hit and stole second, went to third on a wild pitch, scored on another infield hit by Eston Snyder as the Raiders picked up two more runs in that inning. So it's three to nothing, Middle Tennessee, two outs for Rice in the sixth inning, and we'll resume the game tomorrow at 3 o'clock, which was the scheduled time for the regular game to be played. And that will we'll follow that with a regular game. So uh, we'll wait and see what the pitching is going to look like for tomorrow. I expect uh, Patrick Johnson will be gone. And I don't see how you can bring him back. Five and two-thirds innings tonight allowed no runs on one hit. Walked one and struck out two in what uh, was shaping up to be his best performance of the season, John. And uh, it's disappointing for him, I know, uh, not to be able to to finish this game, but uh, the Raiders do have a three to nothing lead, and if uh, they hold that lead, he would be the winning pitcher. Well, I think uh, you gotta feel optimistic, and um, I, uh, we've we've only got to get what uh, nine, ten more outs. So, you know, heads up and full speed ahead. Jaden Ham will be the Raiders starter in the. A regular game tomorrow, which will follow the completion of the suspended game. In other action tonight, UAB is at Charlotte. Charlotte leading four to one, or that is a final score. That is a final. Charlotte beats uh, UAB by a score of four to one. They improved to ten and five in conference play. UAB drops to four and twelve. UTSA is leading. Florida International, 12-5. to That's in the bottom of the sixth inning in Miami. FAU is at Western tonight. And Louisiana Tech at Dallas Baptist. Nothing yet on those games. So I have a feeling that Western game is going to end up something along our same lines. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, with the tarp down and the uh, very light rain falling, uh, but the forecast was for heavy weather to follow. So uh, things are going to clear out after this front comes by. It's supposed to be uh, cooler, clear and cooler uh, tomorrow, and we should have good weather for baseball. Hope to see you out at the ballpark then. Until then, for uh, John Callow, our studio producer has been Jackson Smith. This is Dick Plummer. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, 2.45 for our pregame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. 
The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. Next, another special News Radio WGNS broadcast.